Hi, this is Brian Michael Bendis, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is comic book writer and artist, Brian Michael Bendis. Brian is best known as the co-creator of the comic book characters Miles Morales, Riri Williams, and Jessica Jones, and for creating the Marvel storylines Secret War, Secret Invasion, and Age of Ultron. We talk about his comic book career and new autobiographic novel, Fortune and Glory, the musical, during this episode. Brian, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. What inspired you to get into comics as a teenager, and why do you continue to work in the industry today? I actually decided very early, before I was a teenager, at the age where I first could discover that someone's job was this. Like I was reading comics at a very early age. It was transformative to me. I, I know people in all kinds of mediums who have felt this experience that you're not just reading a story, you're connecting to it on every level. And then as soon as I came to that weird conclusion, oh, this is someone's job. They'll look, you can see the credits in the beginning, these little names here. They're responsible for this feeling that I feel. I will do that for a living. That will be my job. And I announced it at a Passover dinner table. <laughs> I decided it early and then just never stopped working towards the goal of learning how to do it, learning how to write and draw from a very young age, all through grade school and high school. And I never stopped. Well, it's come full course for you too, because in the way in which you were impacted by other artists and writers, you are doing the same for you know other generations and other people regardless of generation too. Well, you've worked on many characters over your career. You've introduced Miles Morales to the world with Ultimate Fallout 4. When went into the creation of this character? Why do you think he resonates? And what do you think that future looks like? I don't know if it's for me to say. All, all I can tell you is that everyone involved with creating Miles did, did so in the best headspace. It was done out of pure what if and yes and 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 what what can we do to be better as creators and strive to do more in our jobs and miles came out of that questioning ourselves in success you know sometimes new things are created out of oh this ain't working try something else we all know that feeling but this was everything was working out really well but what else could we do and that's where miles came from it was a very long conversation went on for a couple of years when we were ready to go we were ready to go and I, I think that kind of love and curation spilled over to the filmmakers and spilled over to the game makers that part is a little mystifying to me a little almost mystical i'm humbled by it like i'm so happy that miles in the spider-verse movie in particular makes people want to draw stuff or create stuff i always wanted to be part of something like that and it feels wonderful yeah, captivates people's imagination. You know, the reason why it turns out so great is because there's a lot of a lot of people behind the scenes. With a character this big, the amount of stakeholders, like the stakes are really high. It's not like some character that potentially is like a throwaway. This is a character that the comic community already has surrounded and is it's already been popularized through the video game, through the first movie, etc. Why did you decide to create the weekly comic Fortune and Glory, the music, and how does it relate to your previous work? Before I came to mainstream comics, one of my projects was a graphic novel called Fortune and Glory. And what I had done was I had spent a great deal of the 90s as an independent comic creator, writing and drawing my own books, 
And with that comes Hollywood's first interest in us in comics. They knew something was here, but they weren't sure what it was. So we would get these meetings and sometimes really, really cool meetings with interesting people. Any of these meetings might be like someone writes a check that changes your life. You don't know. Like it's, it's almost like lottery tickets in, in a way. They optioned powers early and I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's, you, you're not thinking about it while you're making the comics. We certainly weren't. You know, we're just sitting in our basement in Cleveland not going, Hollywood's going to call any minute. It's You're just thinking about how do I make this story? And then all of a sudden, Hollywood's calling and some of the meetings are fascinating. Some of the meetings are maddening. Some of the meetings are just hilarious. You couldn't write a better comedy scene than someone denying you your truth. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this out and draw this. Also, I felt like I sometimes go through these waves of if something doesn't have an obvious value, I get frustrated. Like I learned nothing like nothing came from that. Like it was a waste of time, right? And I hate waste of time. So I said, let me take these wastes of times and turn them into anecdotes and a graphic novel and just blow off steam, get it out of my system, try to figure out where I am in this. Like, what do I really want from it? I didn't think that book would have an audience beyond like certain film nerds and, you know, people on my message board and stuff, but it ended up being the bestseller that I had ever had. It ends up that Shitty meetings is a universal <laughs> truth had accidentally stumbled upon. And even though people had not lived what I had lived, they certainly were interested in it. And it was, you know, again, early days of internet. So like information like this was, you had to go get it. So Fortune Glory was like a really nice hit for us. And I, what a surprise. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. I saw People Cloud as a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to isolvedhcm.com. One of the things that you've talked about is kind of the behind the scenes of what really happens to get something made, to get characters developed, et cetera. And I think that that's very valuable, not just for comic fans, for people who are interested in the arts, which is most people, right? And yeah. I think what I'm very interested in is the process that you know you go by and go through with illustrators to bring characters to life. And how do you know which character to use in which medium and when? It's a, it's a great question, but it's a frustrating answer other than <laughs> you go with your gut. I am a big believer in the going with the little voice, go with that feeling, go with your first impulse. A lot of times that's there's something driving it. Think about it though, like think about why you're doing what you're doing and also talk to your collaborators, often leaning into that conversation, taking it away from my point of view and someone else's point of view offers me a fresh perspective on even my point of view on, a, on an idea. Something I've learned about in collaboration is just like focusing as much as you can on your collaborators and away from yourself, particularly if you're the writer of the piece, you're already laying down so much track. You're putting down so much that it's imbalanced already, even though it's a visual medium. So it's kind of our job as writers to like really be there and listen to the collaborators and hear what's their passion is and what they want to draw. And from these conversations gets to your conversation of what is this? What, what am I making, right? Definitely. And what's your best piece of career advice? This is so easy. And I, I stumbled upon it. And then everyone I know in education, the cat kind of grabbed me by the collar went, yes. And it's finish what you start. Many, many, many people write the first eight to 10 pages of something 
and keep writing the, the same eight to 10 pages over and over and over again. They, they keep going back to something or the, or they think it's not writer's block, but they're, they don't see you're on a hamster wheel. You're not writing. You're, you're spinning around in a circle of writing the same scene over and over and over again. And yes, that could feel like writing, but there's also a trap there that you can really, and I, and we've seen it. People do all the time, finish what you start. You kind of don't always know what you're doing until you get to the end. You may have had like in your heart, I know why I'm doing this. It's compelling me to finish. But when you get there, you go, oh, now I see it. Now I see what it is. And uh, for me, uh, it's sometimes it's obviously I'm, I'm frustrated with somebody and I had to had to figure it out in my work. A lot of writers will tell you, you would get to the end of the project to find out which one of your parents you're mad at. But, but even if that's it, that's great. You got there and you know what you have and you're able to see why other people will get something from it. Also, you don't know really what kind of creator of whatever it is, painter, writer, musician, filmmaker, you don't know what kind of that you are until you finish the thing that you're making. Again, you may have ideas of who you are and you may have goals for yourself, but until you get there and can assess what you've done, you can't do it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Brian. To follow his journey, you can read Fortune and Glory, the musical, and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where he shares his latest projects, appearances, and characters. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash And please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.